Hey kids, trustworthy Kev Smith here. Uh, in light of uh, Hurricane Sandy, there's not much uh, bird story to tell this week. But uh, when things get a bit more back to normal, there'll be some bird. The uh, the devastation that we've seen in the pictures, the images on TV, has not stopped uh, for a lot of New York and New Jersey. So uh, please, uh, if you can, give some money to the Red State, uh, Red State, woo, uh, Red Cross. Um, they're going in their relief effort to, to help out the, the sandy affected areas of New Jersey that are still without power, without water. Um, in New York, uh, there's an organization called Occupy Sandy. They're doing clothes drives and water drives and batteries, pulling stuff together, uh, for the good folks uh, of that, of the New York area. Yeah, in New Jersey, there are various efforts being put together by, uh, Governor Christie. There's a website. I think I saw that, um, uh, his wife, the first lady of New Jersey, um, Mary Pat, I believe her name is, was uh, saying you can donate money to to affect the areas right there in Jersey. So um, if you can donate uh, clothes, old clothes, blankets, batteries, water, bottled water. Um, a lot of people are saying, where, where do you donate it? Uh, don't take it to the police department. Don't take it to the fire department. We've seen a lot of reports of people being turned away with the police department. Fire department have enough to worry about right now. They're like, we're not the closed people. For example, um, in uh, near Highlands, at the top of the hill in Highlands, most of Highlands, New Jersey, is still shut down. But at the top of the hill in Highlands, they're uh, uh, collecting food, and uh, some perishables, but uh, mostly clothing in uh, the old gym up at OLPH, Our Lady of Perpetual Help. So uh, there are lots of places like that collecting uh, materials for the folks who were without. Because remember, uh, if you've seen some of the images, just imagine the ocean swallowing your home and everything you own. You got nothing to wear but the clothes or what are already on your back. So americares.org, uh, salvationarmyusa.org, redcross.org. These are places you can monetarily uh, help out uh, if you're in the or near the affected areas. Uh, they're asking you stay out of, like places like Keensburg are destroyed. Keensburg police are asking people to stay out of Keensburg because there's still a lot of danger, power lines down, uh, dumpsters floating down the street. So uh, you might want to um, uh, find out, call ahead where you can drop off uh, things that you're donating. I saw a story on Facebook, a van full of truck stuff, full of people, uh, stuff rather, come up from uh, people who used to live in, in the Highlands area, sent to, collected a bunch of clothing and sent it up in a truck, brought it up in a truck, and were turned away near Keensburg. So uh, make some calls in advance. Uh, you know, the <coughs> road to hell is paved with good intentions. So make sure that uh, they're, they're willing to receive your, your donations. Uh, our hearts and minds are with everybody affected by the flood. Uh, it's a bitch, man. Fuck Sandy. But uh, uh, you will get through it. As a survivor of the Nor'easter of 92, trust me, man, you will get through it. I lost my house. I lost everything. I lost 20 cats. I lost uh, a shit ton. And uh, it's surprising how quickly you'll be able to put your life back together. Um, so, uh, and now this is going to sound gross, but I still have to let people know about the dates just for this week of me being on the road, uh, Buffalo, New York, man, I'm going to be there November 7th, this very Wednesday doing an evening with Kevin Smith at the UB university of Buffalo, 7:30 PM. It starts the center for the arts, man. Tickets at csmod.com. Um, in November 8th, the very next day, me and Jason Mews are going to Connecticut, Ridgefield, Connecticut. 
excuse me, to perform Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, 7.30 p.m. at the Ridgefield Playhouse. Tickets at csmod.com. November 10th, I'm going to be standing alone once again on a stage uh, at this time in uh, Greenville, South Carolina, at the Peace Center, man. November 10th, uh, 8 p.m., it's Good Evening with Kevin Smith at the Peace Center. And then November 11th, the very next day, it's me and Jason Muse again doing Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, this time in Charlotte, North Carolina, at the Fillmore. Tickets for this and all shows, as always, at csmod.com. Uh, me and Ralph will be down this week, no show this weekend, because uh, I'm going to be out there in South Carolina. So we'll be posting the Hollywood Babylon Comic-Con Theater that we recorded uh, last week. So look for that. Other new podcasts this week, brand new Babylon uh, that just happened this weekend. Brand new Smodcast will be up tomorrow. Hoping to get a brand new Bat- Fat Man on Batman up there as well. Uh, again, Keep a little place in your heart for the folks in New York, New Jersey, uh, affected by this flood. Put yourself in their shoes. Imagine losing everything. Imagine being absolutely displaced. We'll be holding a Smodco benefit once everything's kind of uh, shaken out, once the, you know, that we're allowed to kind of go back into some of the affected areas and whatnot, once it's a little more appropriate, taste, uh, tasteful. Uh, but meantime, we're doing some monetary, offering monetary help on our side and whatnot. But look for a Smodco benefit down the road. Anyway, I'm sorry. Without further ado uh, on to this week's uh, Smodco podcast. If you would like to help out with the Sandy Relief, please contact the Red Cross at 1-800-RED-CROSS or go to redcross.org. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. Log on. This is not bad. With Will Wilkins. And I love That's right, everybody. Welcome another edition of NetHeads. Like the intro says, my name is Will. And my name is Trent. And uh, we're coming at you on Smodco Internet Radio. At Smodcast.com. If you want to take part in the t- program, I almost said the TV show. What? <laughs> have you ever, have we ever done a show? We've a done show? video. It was out. It's out there. Well, I did video. You were just a still photo, much like you are to me now. That's all I've ever been to you, Will. I, 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 as a matter of fact, I think that's all you exist as. <laughs> you're just a, you're just the paper man. What? Never mind. Uh, if you want to take part oh. in the program, you can. I know, right? 866-610-9455 is the telephone number. If that doesn't work for you, you can always try 925-238-9020 or NetHeads on air on Skype. But there's also a little program called Twitter. And how can people utilize that trend? Well, yeah, it's this neat little web app that allows people to interact with each other within 140 characters. And we're we're on there all the time, and we see everything that says hashtag NetHead. So just do that, and we'll see it, you, you dingus. And if people aren't aware of what a hashtag is, how would they do that? Well, they should probably stop listening to the show. Since you've already gone incredibly verbose in your <laughs> definition. It's, it's the, the pound sign. Yes, yeah, the number sign, tic tac toe, yeah. anything you want yeah, to call it. The, the, I don't. I was going to come up with something, but I. Why, how do they come up with the pound sign? Well, I think pound sign is is technically only on a, a touch tone phone. Yeah, but why is it called the pounds? Hold on, let's let's ask the expert. Hello, Francis. How are you this week? 
Doing well, thank you. Very good. Glad to hear it. Well, very well. Very well? Very well. Yep. Okay. Doing uh, well. Francis, perhaps you know, we don't know the answer to this, so we figured we'd throw this to you. Do you want to use this as your question, Trent, or do you already have another lined up? I, I was, I was going to – we can use this one. This, this one will work. Okay, fine. So here we are. Now is the time on the show where – this is the time on the show where Trent has a question for Francis. Okay, Francis, are you with me? Yep. Okay. Do you know and, – and we're asking. We don't know the answer. We're, we're asking if you know this answer because we don't. This is not a quiz. No. Do you know why it's called the pound sign? The, the number sign is called a pound sign on a touchtone phone. I don't know. Okay, yeah. good. All right. Me neither. Me neither. Three out of three people surveyed agree. We don't know why it's called the pound sign. Having a clue. Calvin wants to know, wow, did Trent actually say dingus? Yes, he did. I did. It sounds did. like he's drinking a whiskey sour, too, so we're I, in I, trouble. He may or may not be. We don't know. <laughs> Great. Oh, the drinking game. Yeah. Oh, well, did, did we do something that was worth of drinking? Were they, do you play along with the drinking game? Not really, no. You could use water, you know. That'd be a great way to get hydrated. Yeah. Granted, if you played along with the rules of that drinking game, you'd be urinating every five minutes. It's true. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Wow, I just, I keep going major radio. Maybe it's because uh, the other day I was listening to uh, Sirius XM. I was trying to get hip with what the kids are listening to nowadays. <laughs> so I was listening to Sirius Hits 1, right? And it was like Casey their top Casey. It was like their top 30 countdown. No, it wasn't Casey Kasem. Hold on, let me try this. <clears throat> no, it was, it was Spider Harrison with you. Hey, no. <clears throat> you got to go really radio guy for this. Hey, Spider Harrison with you. Hey, Britney Spears just had something happen. Uh, who? Another, some other random celebrity fact. Now here's a new song by Keisha. Something like that, you know? Spider Harrison with you. I just, wow. That was like major the, radio. The dude's name is Spider? Well, I don't think that's his birth name. It's not his given name at birth. <laughs> I, I have a funny feeling it's for the air, Trent. Oh, okay. Like his mother didn't come out and saw him like scaling up the wall and was like, oh, that's a spider if I ever saw one. I really hope not because that would be a demon baby. <laughs> so what's been on the reading list this week, Francis? I read Psychoanalysis. Uh, what's that? <laughs> it's from the people who brought you Mad Magazine. Oh, okay. Uh, Mad publisher Bill Gaines was in therapy at the time, so he did a comic called Psychoanalysis. Now, was this inspired by, or was this a literal adaption of his sessions? Well, they punched it up, so it would be an interesting story. Instead of just the usual boring psychoanalysis stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So, so I'm guessing that they probably did, you know, jokes with like Rorschachs and and things like this. Well, they said that um, almost everybody doodles uh, doodles reveal uh, what's on your mind, and they oh, said Lord. that the uh, the cave drawings were apparently doodles based on subconscious. <laughs> I don't want him want to know what it means for Trent then, because I <laughs> after our Windows Eight discussion last week, we all know what he draws all the time. I'm just saying. Okay. I, by the way, I, too, have to eliminate after a walk. Oh, really? See, the physical activity, yeah. it's gravity, I'm telling you. Science wins every time. Yeah. It only makes sense, you know, you're, you're the, the frequent activity. Because it, no matter what you do, it's either a slight jostling up and down or, or you know, heavy, in my case, pounding <laughs> up and down. <laughs> Boy, that sounded really wrong. Right. Allow me to rephrase. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, so there you go. Well, anyway, Francis, uh, we hope you have a great week. I, uh, okay. I assume things have been well in Georgia. Yeah, I read Piracy, which made an appearance in Watchmen. Ooh, I was not aware of that. Were you aware of that, Trent? Yeah, I had no. Hmm. Remember they, uh, there was like a text story about Joe Orlando and how pirate comics were popular and it was based on a real comic called Piracy? No. Huh. Comic. I was not aware of that. Publishers bad. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in the background of uh, of, of of Watchmen. I, I I read it just about once a year because it's just so in depth. Like there's there's one comic where there's lots of um like mirror imagery where like the last panel on one page is is similar or the opposite you know type of image on the next panel of the next page kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean there was a lot of there was a, a lot of great experimentation in that, including I'm assuming at the time that Watchmen happened. The uh, comic book code was still in effect, was it, Francis? Not in Watchmen. No. no, well, definitely not in Watchmen because you know you see uh, what's his name's Dingus the whole time. Yeah, well, right. it's and it's a beautiful blue cock. No, it wasn't Trent. It looked more like that animation of Brett Sim- Bart Simpson's in the uh, in the movie when we saw it for a flash. Why they felt they had to... I don't understand why that happened in the Simpsons movie. Can somebody please explain that one to me? <laughs> to be honest, I don't remember it. Oh, man. So, for some... Being the responsible parent that he is, mm-hmm. uh, Bart uh, is made uh, a bet with Homer. Homer makes a bet with Bart, saying that he can't make it all the way down to the... See, now SpongeBob is merging in my head. I almost said the Krusty Krab. But no. <laughs> What's the clown's name? Krusty's. Krusty Burger. Yeah, he's, he wouldn't uh, skateboard all the way to Krusty Burger naked. Okay? And so he proceeds to do so, you know, like a skateboard version of streaking. Uh-huh. And, you know, along the way, there are all, all of these things blocking our view. And then at one moment, there's one point where there's like a hole in the fence and pa-pow, there it is. It's really his, his dingus, though? Yes! But he's a kid. I, that's that. what I'm saying. It's really it's bizarre on and <laughs> fucked up on so many levels. <laughs> I mean, much for Matt yeah. I mean, really. I mean, that was you might expect that from Ren and Stimpy. You know. <laughs> yeah. Frank Miller did it in one of his books. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's something to something to something to ponder. I guess. Mm. Ponderous, I'm man. That. By the way, I uh, I talked to John Byrne on his message board a while back years ago, mm-hmm. and I asked him if he was ever going to do anything on the level on the level of Watchmen, where it has tons of symbolisms and layers and metaphors, yeah, and similes. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, "I do that with everything I write. I just don't hang signs on my layers." Oh wow! So so if you're going to be reading his stuff, you got to you got to be looking, you got to be thinking, huh? Yeah. No, oh, that's really good. I'll keep that in mind, man. You know how. You know how Watchmen had all those signs that had hidden meanings? You know? Yeah, really. They really did. They were, it was kind of obvious. They hit you over the head with it, right? Oh, yeah. 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 All right, Francis. Well, well uh, we don't do that. No. There you go. Well, have yourself a great I week, sir. You're not being rude at all. Rude. Stop okay. it. You stop. Okay. Trent, give him a hug. <laughs> Francis, virtual hug. Coming in. Okay. Coming in. One look. Oh, very nice. And Francis, you have a great week, okay? I mean okay. that. You were not rude at all. Don't make come, okay. don't make me come to Georgia and reprimand you. Okay. Not that I would. But I mean, you know, hey, in theory, maybe digitally. Yeah. A digital avatar yeah. I'd send. Saying France it'd just okay. be waving 
three fingers in front of your face because I don't want to be rude and point. You know? Oh, I thought it was be, okay. would be because your avatar only ha- was Simpson-like. Oh, that could fingers. be. It really could be. I don't know. <laughs> well, have yourself a great one, Francis. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. All right, sir. Bye-bye. Bye. It's just not an episode of NetHeads if it doesn't start off with Francis. It's a valid point. You know, it, you gotta, there are three universal constants. Uh, we're going to start late. Yes. We're going to have Francis as the first caller. Mm-hmm. And Trent's going to laugh like a hernia, herniated hyena. <laughs> herniated hyena. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Mr. Brad Raven was curious about favorite bad horror movie in belated honor of Halloween. Oh, we could have asked that to Francis if he had yeah. any. Because we don't yeah. really know. Mr. Manhattan, by the way, was the blue guy. Uh, Team White Trash wants to know, has anybody read the Watchmen prequels? I read the first one, two, and some three of all of them. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to do it. Much in the same way that I'm not sure about... Uh, well, let's face it, Trent. I, I got a little bit of uh, un- insensitive nerd rage this week. Uh oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little nervous. What happened? Well, you know, uh, those those fine folk. There we go. There it is. There you go. Disney bought Lucasfilm. Yes, yes, indeed. In a in a much uh, super- now actually, there's a there's a follow up to this story, uh, which you know I think made some of the internet humor about it and hesitation uh, odd. Because it turns out Lucas has said he's going to take all the money and put it into a charity benefit education. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So um, so that's a good thing. Yeah, but he, he, he doesn't expect that money to really do anything anyway. He thinks the world's going to end in 2012. Okay, now I wanted to talk to you about that because you did mention that. Now, so far, I, I found the following things on the Internet because, as usual, I, I went to the most reliable source available. Which was the internet, because that's all I have. Wait, Wikipedia? Yeah, okay. So, no, not Wikipedia. Just the internet, in general. Okay. And I saw that a lot of this hullabaloo about Lucas being a uh, doomsdayist mm-hmm. came from an interview from Seth Rogen. Exactly, yep. And later on, Lucas's press people threw their spin on it and said he was just joking, and he doesn't buy into that at all. You know, he mm-hmm. was just telling a joke. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, uh, Seth Rogen's like, well, that's news to me. And especially the detail. So so Rogan basically says, you know, he's going off and going into, you know, all this really in-depth detail about how the world's going to end. And, and the, sitting across the table from him is Spielberg. And the interview says that Rogan keeps on saying Spielberg's given him the, the look of like, just just bear with my crazy friend for a little while. <laughs> just, like, I, just hear I'm, just giving him that, that, that the little handshake, that little you know, yeah, just like, like like we've all ha- we've all been on both sides of that table. We've all been receiving the craziness and <laughs> tried to excuse the craziness for someone else. So I think it's it's spot on, dead real. Well, I I don't. I here's the thing. Here's my belief in it. Actually, I saw the greatest tweet exchange, uh, not tweet exchange, but what it did is it it was like a dialogue. Okay, and and so I'm gonna feed you lines. You're gonna be Lucas. Can you do a Lucas voice? Um, yeah, uh, when we started to do the show. Very good, very good, good enough. So my whole thing is, um, first of all, everybody said, I may have even tweeted it. I'm like, it's no surprise that Disney bought him because he sounded like a Muppet for years. Right, 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 right. But uh, this exchange happened. So basically the conversation was between Goofy and oh, Lucas. Okay, so I'm going to feed you the lie, the lines. 
Okay. Okay. And so there's going to be a little typing noise here. I'm sorry, people. But this is our first attempt at NetHeads Theater. <laughs> NetHeads Nerd Theater. Dun, dun, dun. We should really have something for that. Do we have anything? Yeah. I, we, I'm surprised that we don't have something for it. Yeah, we really don't. Like, a lot of people don't realize, like, we, we've actually got a full soundboard at our disposal. Okay, hold on. How about some incidental dramatic music? Now it's time for another edition of NetHeads Nerd Theater. That one didn't really have any punch. <laughs> Actually, the really good one would have been the one that's for the weight loss challenge. Yeah. You know? And now it's time for another edition of NetHeads Nerd Theater with classic thespian Will Wilkins and his bright understudy, Trent Hunsaker. We could really just isolate that and use that one, man. I Why not? <laughs> So I'm going to type you, I'm going to feed you your line. Actually, let me just, here, fill with something. I'll feed you all of your lines at once, okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, so let's see. How did it go? Uh, it, there was Goofy said something, then Lucas said something. Okay, so you're going to have two lines here. It's going to show up as two sentences in the chat. Okay? okay? So okay. there's your first line. No, that's not your first line because it's misspelled. Hold on. <laughs> I can infer, though. There is your first line. Okay. And then the next line is this. <laughs> this is this is going to be a little bit longer, I'm guessing. Okay, okay. Okay. It is. Okay. So basically, it's a discussion between <clears throat> Goofy and George Lucas. Now, how does Goofy sound? He's like, Gorge. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that's, Gorge. that's pretty good. So, okay. So it's Goofy saying, we want to buy your company. And then you say five, your line. Five billion. Three billion. Four billion. Don't you know who I am? I do now, you jerk off. <laughs> Somehow I just went to a country hick there, but. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know who I am? I do now, jerk off. Cause that's a, and I'd like everybody out there to, uh, to take the text that was spoken and not the ridiculous performance away. And remember that the next time you're in a negotiation. Because, you know, because basically it's spelling out, you, I can instantly talk you down. Oh, Because you yeah. have no belief. Because yeah. the way that dialogue really should have gone in a true negotiation would have been $5 billion. Then Goofy comes back with $4 billion, At which point then Lucas should come back with $5 billion. Again, yeah, right? exactly. Don't budge. Don't budge. Let them know you came to play. Well, it, well I think... If if anyone is watching, you know, comic book men, there is no there is no greater negotiator when it comes to price than than uh, our own uh, comic book men. Walt Flanagan, uh, absolutely, and, and and Mike has even been been doing pretty well this season. Yeah, <laughs> Team White Trash sums up my feelings best uh, about the Watchmen prequels. Don't think I could bring myself to read them either. Watchmen prequels are the two point two and a half men of comics. <laughs> the the Rorschach, uh, not Rorschach, but the co- comedian uh, I really enjoyed was one that was actually his whole really backstory in the Watchmen though that was dark and scary anyway. Yes, oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's nuts. No, oh, anyway, uh, so so here's the thing about Disney buying Star uh, Lucasfilm. Essentially, they bought Star Wars though. First of all, think of people are. I think I've heard some people say, well, like you know, how do they justify that price? But if I'm not mistaken, Lucasfilm owns uh, pretty much the entire umbrella of Lucas's uh, things. 
I don't know if All they the bought. He's done. I don't know if they bought Lucas Arcs, but let's think about this. So that's the rights to the Star Wars films now. Correct. Which they've already had like a synergistic relationship in the parks with. Yes. Uh, then it's the toys. Yep. The toys, my friend. The toys. Well, not only that, uh, uh, the the video game licensing, um, even, costumes, even the, the the rights that'll go through. I, I'm assuming now you're going to see a paradigm shift moving from Cartoon Network for Clone Wars to be on uh, Disney XD. It certainly explains a lot, doesn't it? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people are going, "Hey, what happened? Why why is all this stuff?" Because what else does Disney own now? Marvel. Oh, Marvel. Right. Yeah. Huh? Are you are you seeing what I'm saying here, Trent? Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's all coming together. But let's face it, uh, pretty soon Disney's going to own everything. It's going to be like in uh, in Demolition Man, how every restaurant was Taco Bell. <laughs> pretty soon every every production company is going to be Disney. You know, I would be okay, though. If, if there was like a Taco Bell slash Carl's Jr., I'd be okay. Of course you would, Trent. <laughs> as, long, as long as it was a Carl's Jr. owned by Taco Bell, Trent yeah, would be okay that, with that it. Yeah, that would be fine. Uh, but you know, I, I think, first of all, uh, Disney has been on a real roll lately. Let's, let's be honest. So when it comes to the future, cause now they're not gonna do prequels. Now they're getting back into the storyline. Right. So we've seen one, two, three. We had four, five, and six. And now we're gonna be seeing episode seven. Yeah. The building of a new democracy. I don't know what the hell it's gonna be. Well, and, and it's interesting because a lot of these stories have already been developed through the novels. Yeah. Oh, also don't forget, uh, as uh, Voss451 points out, or 451, uh, that also means they buy the rights to Indiana Jones, which is great because, right. again, you know, you've got the Indiana Jones adventure ride that you've never been on. Right. Or any of the rides that I've never been on. Yeah. You know, I'm dead serious, Trent. The weekend <laughs> before Christmas, okay? Uh-huh. My family is going to Disneyland. And we want you to come with us. I really mean that. You have to have a different hotel room for sure. Sure. No, no. Yeah, absolutely. Most definitely. Yeah. But yeah. but we want you to. I, it, it is a damn shame. And how old are you now? Uh, 30. No, fuck it. You got to go to Disneyland before you turn 31. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do, man. Yeah, I know. You've got to go. You've got to yeah. see. Trent, it's the happiest place on earth <laughs> for about five minutes. Then you want to start stabbing people in the throat. <laughs> you know what? I'll, but maybe I could get a medicinal card while I'm in California. <laughs> and then Trent, it really would be the happiest place. It's like, Earth. yeah, man, let's just keep walking. <laughs> Suddenly we lose them on Main Street in the confectionery store. We can't get them out. You just keep staring at candy, popcorn, and taffy. <laughs> They're alive, man. They're fucking alive. <laughs> Sitting in the hotel room, just watching Jack and Jill 24 hours a day. <laughs> oh, man. Last night, I don't know what the hell I was thinking, but last night I got back from uh, from picking up dinner, and I said, you know what? Because the family wanted to pick a movie to see, right? Uh-huh. And I just couldn't resist. We were we were watching Star, or I was looking through the Stars Network on demand, and I saw Jack and Jill. And that suddenly there was just this part of me like, this is going to be so bad, it's going to be awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, it, it was kind of like Seth. It was kind of like Seth MacFarlane in the uh, in the Gangnam Style uh, skit. Where he's like, "Is he shouting at a girl's butt?" Yeah, man, we're gonna live forever. That's how I felt about watching Jack and Jill last night. I'm like, "This is gonna be great. It's uh, gonna suck so bad." And yeah. in my head, I'll do a mystery science mystery miss the Jello pudding pop. I'm gonna do a mystery science theater three thousand commentary in my own head. This is gonna be brilliant. 
Oh God, it was so bad, Trent. Oh, dude, I can't even imagine. But I couldn't couldn't resist. Just like a train wreck, you can't watch. And not only that, you, did you subject your entire family to to <laughs> to to being part of it? Yes, I did. All oh, those poor people. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> I I really should have, but I couldn't help it. <laughs> I just but, but but I mean, you're still married. Yes. Well, then it couldn't have been too bad. For the moment. <laughs> We will see what happens <laughs> after subjecting them to Jack and Jill. Well, but I mean, you at least made up for that, right? Oh, yes, I did. And and oh man, I'm so glad I did. I was I was putting my foot down. Now, Trent, I have not gone to the box office mujo. Okay, for for a very long time. No, I haven't. I have not gone to box office mojo because I haven't had any reason to give two shits about what's going on in the box office, right? Uh, oh, by the way, Windows 8 still think it sucks. Anything else tech we want to talk about? Oh, iPad mini blows. Uh, also, while I'm on the fact, hey, jerk offs. You remember when you released the original iPhone and then six months later you came out with the iPhone 3G and then people got pissed off because it was six months later? How about holding off on this iPad 4 at least until a year later? You know, some of us bought an iPad 3 for our wives back in May. It's only been a couple months. Now you're coming out with the iPhone 4. Oh, it's going to be better. It's going to be faster. It's got the new plug. Hey, dickhead, I just bought it six months ago. How do you think I feel? Hey, I got a better idea, Apple. How about next time I just give you $600 and you piss all over me? How about we just do that? Because that's essentially what you did. Holy hell. <laughs> Where did that come there, from? There, we talked tech. Hope Where you're happy. It? it came from the fact that I realized they're coming out with the iPad 4 already, and I just bought my wife one. <clears throat> but you'll still line up to get their next latest and greatest. No, fuck them. They've Six burned up. my bridge. I got the 4 because it was on my upgrade cycle, but now I'm pissed. No, I didn't get the four. I got the, yeah, I got the, what is this one called? The iPhone 5? Is it the 5? The, the new one? one? The, the one with the bigger screen? Yeah, the 5. Yeah, I got the 5. So what? But I got to tell you, it's really handy. I was able to text message with my wife. <laughs> no, look, I love the phone. But this I thing about the, the gestures. But this thing about the I, gestures. No, I'm serious. The iPad mini is a fucking waste of time, okay? <laughs> Look, I can see if it were if it were $250, okay, and you were putting it in the hands of school kids, because this is the real motivator. This is the reason why it's happening. The new iPad is smaller, because one of the things that I, Apple learned is that schools are buying these damn things for students left and right. So now they've done it a little bit of a lower price point, so it'll sell in more schools. That's the reason why it's happening. It's not happening because they wanted a new, smaller, more convenient device that could compete with, like, the Kindle Fire or all these other smaller things right no they're looking forward to selling the goddamn ipad mini to every fucking school kid in the world it, it, that i think you're 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 knocking on the door of truth sir. that's the reason why it happened and while oh hey while we're at it let's put out the ipad 4 and piss all over everyone that just bought an ipad 3 hey but guess what it's okay if you bought it in the last month they'll take that ipod ipad back as the regular 30-day exchange you know what kiss my rosy white ass Gah. Oh, Wait, by no, the way, that iPad, that, that iPad, that, by the way, the new iPad that you just bought six months ago, Trent, yeah, we're going to stop selling that too, okay? <laughs> Don't mind the six-month thing, because guess what? It's a, it's, a, it's a collector's item now. That's what it is. We're not manufacturing it anymore. After only six months, we're stopping. <laughs> Bastards. 
Holy hell, I'm mad. But you love their products. Oh, that doesn't matter. There are certain things that infuriate me to no end. And it's when you're dicking around with the consumer that I get really fucking pissed. And and this one, this one really takes the cake. Because seriously, you would have thought after all the backlash that they had with the whole iPhone and then iPhone 3 or iPhone 3G or whatever the fuck it was. I don't remember anymore. Uh-huh. You know, it's crap, Trent. It really is. It's just total and utter horseshit. <laughs> you, at, at least, at least, but no, they didn't. They wanted to get the iPad 4 out. Because now, here's the thing, okay? Because they had to change the architecture for the iPhone 5, the only way that they could fit all the shit in this tiny little skinnier case was to come out with that new fucking cable, so that way every goddamn accessory you own won't work anymore. Hey, you got that nifty little dock where you can put your iPhone on there and it can play all your music through these great speakers? Yeah, we're going to fuck with you, and you're going to have to get a little adapter and hope that'll work, because it's not going to work with all accessories. Because we're going to give you a new little plug, but hey, guess what? You can turn it this way, you can turn it that way, turn it this way, it doesn't matter. It can work. It can work up and down. It doesn't matter. Yeah, great. What about all this shit that I already bought? Thanks for fucking me over, guys. Let me go ahead and buy ten more goddamn nineteen ninety nine dollar cables so i can have one at home at work and in the car because none of your fucking products can actually be used and last longer than two goddamn hours no that's not gonna happen but will the cords are white so what <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> You, uh, what? Some apple remorse there, Will? What? No, I'm pissed off at them. You think they would have learned, but no. Well, now we're changing the cable. We want to be able to make sure people can use the new cables everywhere. So we're going to put out a new iPad. It's going to be a little bit faster and it'll be using the same tiny fucking cable. Great. <laughs> fucking thanks. Now we can go ahead and get that out so everyone will buy them for Christmas because we're not going to per- make the goddamn three. You can call it the new iPad you want. It was the fucking three, all right? <laughs> God damn it. Much in the same way that it's Windows 8 and it sucks balls. Oh, Christ. Why are you infuriating me, Trent? Well, and I was just going to say, Windows 8, uh, and and we've kind of discussed this a lot in one of my classes, we've kind of come to the idea that it's it's probably not based for current users. If you look at all the commercials that have, have gone... You know, and been playing. It's it's mostly geared towards a very very young demographic, not you, not me. You notice there's not even a, a corporate version, a professional version of Windows 8. It's all ba- it's it's all you know prepping the next two generations that are going to be buying products um, to be familiar with the with the interface. Now, is Tom's name Tom Kate or Kate Kate? How do you say that? Hey, T- I always spell it out. What? Well, if you click on his name, it says Tom. shameless 1968 says and welcome back angry will run t-balls run (laughs) (laughs) anyway tom tom t tom k we'll just call him tom k that makes it real simple tom k says in apple's favor the new podcast update finally brings the app up to a state that's suitable for use yes and no Okay, you, you see, they, they keep on poking the fucking bear. They're just well, poking the fucking bear, Trent. It's, no, 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 wait, stop, stop. I have to get this out. It is usable, but it's still fucking wrong, okay? 
Because let's put it this way. If I'm listening to a podcast and then I get a phone call or I got to do something else and I stop it. Somebody wants to talk to me. I turn it off. I want to go listen to it. Next time I go to hit the actuator button or I hit play or whatever, it should play that fucking podcast again. Not the goddamn song that's in my queue. Okay? Oh, really? So it, I don't it, need to hear Son of a Preacher Man when I've been listening to Smodcast for the last fucking 45 minutes. Wait, so so it still tries to integrate the the podcast through iTunes even though it's a separate app? No, it's a separate app and it just ignores it as being a separate app now and it <laughs> defaults to the fucking iTunes as the primary music player you must be trying to start. <laughs> Now, granted, you can sub- the one nice thing is, let's say you're subscribed to a podcast that's not through the iTunes library. Now you can have that sync with your iPhone wirelessly as long as you've set it up in iTunes in advance, right? So you set it up in iTunes once, and then you go ahead and sync your telephone. Uh, you're fine now. Now you'll be able to go ahead and download any goddamn podcast. You know, any rebel that doesn't want to follow the iTunes bullshit, you can right. listen to those podcasts without having to go through iTunes. Why anyone would want to do that, though, I don't know, because the only way to get true internet dominance now is through iTunes because they fucking own everything. Anyway. So so, so how long is it before uh, Apple buys Disney? Or the other way around. Right. Well, the real question is, who has more money? And the truth is, uh, I think Apple has more money. Really? But I am sure that when it comes right down to it, FCC regulation-wise, they'd throw the smackdown on that. That would probably be something they would not allow to happen as a merger well, or an acquisition. I really don't. So, yeah. Because then they would own too much of too many markets because they would own a production studio. They would own a distribution venue. But then again, NBC Universal was bought by Comcast. So yes, yeah, very true. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Francis says so bad it's good. I saw some of Mr. Deeds last night. That's another one. Why the fuck is Adam Sandler so hit and miss? We'll come back to that though, because <laughs> I'm still bitching about these goddamn iPhones. Actually, yeah, no, I think, and I, I'm just, I'm just loving you here and bashing Apple. I'm so thinking, I, I don't want to stop this at all. I'm thinking though that I, I finally reached the end of my frustration commentary on that. Oh. Uh, because everything else works great. I mean, like I was able to. I was in the car today. Because you know, I, as you know, the uh, the deck saga continues, Trent. Oh, okay. Um, I can go ahead and uh, say that I have successfully got one gate hanging up. Oh, so so it's it's another edition of Will's old house. No, no, I'm just telling you that. But I had to I had to take a trip out to Tracy today, which is a neighboring city, 20 miles away, because that's the only uh, Home Depot that had the particular type of wood that I was looking for. Okay, because you're it, pretty you're pretty particular about your wood. I am. I only look when I like when I want my wood. I want it rough, Trent. I want it red and I want it rough. No, uh, I, I'm the deck design I have uses these two by two uh, posts, for lack of a better term. I uh, call them slats. They're like jail bars in the design of the the whole uh, fence look, right? Okay. And uh, you have one of two choices. You can either find the rough cut wood, or you can find the finely uh, sanded wood. And the finely sanded stuff is going to cost you a premium because that's more of a finished wood sure, uh, yeah. to be used slap in. Slap some stuff on it and go from there. Yeah, exactly. And the rough stuff, you're going to have to sand down if you want. But it's great for outside applications. Uh, so I had to drive 20 miles to get it. Now, I didn't exactly know where I was going, but I was able to just, in, in many ways that you've been able to do for years, Trent. Yes. I was able to just uh, hold the button down on my phone, and I was able to say, what did I say? Oh, yeah. I was able oh, hold on. No, I didn't. But shut up, Siri. See? Fuck you. Anyway, I was able to say, get me directions to Home Depot in Tracy, California. Yeah. At which point she said, 
Anytime right. now. So there we go. And she did. Forty one minutes, twenty five point six miles. Hold on, no, you're giving out my address now. Be quiet. There we go. <laughs> so that was convenient. And in the whole time my phone was in my pocket, so I didn't have to take my phone out, fiddle with anything. I'm able to utilize Siri to send messages to my wife and have her read like most of the time I think my wife's voice is actually Siri because when I'm texting with her and I'm in the car, I'm just doing it via Siri. <laughs> and she's talking back to you, and you just think that's that's how you assimilate your wife's voice now. No, my favorite thing is that my wife will sometimes just be very short with some answers because, you know, you really don't need to pontificate as much as I do about things. So I'll oh, say, I'll say like, you, you know, I never noticed, Will. I'll say, Siri, read me new message. And it'll say new message from Denise Wilkins. K. <laughs> well, that was worth it. <laughs> At which point it would have been easier just to, to look at while you were driving. Yeah. Well, no, I think that would still be considered unsafe. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so so I guess the real debate question you have is who could buy who right now? Who has – and I really think Apple has more money than Disney. I honestly do. Well, yeah. Plus, I mean they've got enough to build a spaceship out in the woods, Trent. Absolutely. That's You've seen those plans, right? It's it's they're I mean, liter- they're building a big a big space donut in the middle of the woods. The new Apple say, campus. Maybe, maybe Lucas isn't the only doomsdayist. No shit. It's a, it's all Ark. So that's what I thought the four billion was for. He's like, oh shit, it's gonna end in a few months. Yeah. I gotta build my space Ark now. Yeah. Maybe he is. Oh, I'm we sorry. I mean, know. oh, I've gotta I've gotta build my space Ark now. Mm, and and it will be modeled after the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Um, oh, why do I talk like a Muppet? <laughs> anyway. It's the it's the gobbler skin underneath his chin. So hey hey, back off there, pal. Getting a little <laughs> close to home. So I was uh, I did put my family through having to watch Jack and Jill. Yes. Ah, <sighs> Will's nice and calm now, and I made up for it, Trent. And do you know how? Well, I I can assume that you went and saw a film that was actually worth seeing. No, Trent. I told them about about amazing stuff that they could get at Think Geek. <laughs> That's right. The the fine folks at Think Geek. You know, if you if you've been upset about this Star Wars Disney purchase kind of thing, you can get over it because if you've been a longtime Star Wars fan and you've been really annoyed by those decals of stick people in the windows, letting right. them know what the family is. The good news is you can at least go that route in a, in a bit of a contempt and irony. You know, you can be ironic by putting up the Star Wars family oh, window okay. so decals. Oh, you can be like a Darth Vader. Exactly. And you could have Darth Vader and Princess. Now, it's really kind of messed up, actually, because, you know, it's Darth Vader, Princess Leah. So, wait, her dad, the dad is dad, and the wife is daughter? Accept it. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I really should, but I can't get over these things. (laughs) Uh, But you can get that kind of thing. You can get, you know, a a coffee mug that's in the shape of a laboratory beaker if you're a Breaking Bad fan, right? Maybe you like that. Oh, absolutely. Maybe you're, uh, you know, you're into the gaming scene. They got all kinds of stuff there. And, 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 And some of these things right now are being sold at a amazing prices. Now, how do you shop at ThinkGeek? I'm going to tell you the best way to do it. Now, why do you want to do it this way? Because you're going to help support our cause while getting your stealth, getting your stealth, your stealth on. Get, that's, that's where you stealthily get things for yourself. Yes. <laughs> By getting yourself really cool stuff. And uh, <laughs> all you have to do is you go to smodcast.com forward slash netheads and you click the ThinkGeek banner. It's just that simple. After that, you can do all the shopping you want, buy all the amazing things that you want. And best of all, after that purchase, you will have acquired these things called Geek Points. What they are is they're free money. They're like the Kohl's cash of Think Geek. On your next purchase, when you go to buy some stuff, 
There'll be certain things with the amount of geek points you have that you'll be able to get for free. You'll be able to cash in those geek points and get free stuff along with the other cool stuff you're getting, which equals to, Trent, what? Cool free stuff. Nothing's better than free stuff. Nothing is better than that. And in this day and age, with all this talk about the economy and the, the whole presidential presidential election, we got to be watching our dollars. We do. So, but we also need to help boost the economy. And you know what? Think Geek, they're an American company, Trent. Born and yeah, raised and yeah, bred. And, and so's NetHeads. There you go. So support us both. And, and express your right to vote. Th- uh, Smodcast.com forward slash NetHeads. Click the Think Geek banner. And get yourself some of the finest products available. Because at Think Geek, they have the stuff for smart masses. Also, if they don't if they don't click on the Think Geek banner, the terrorists win. Yes, exactly. And baby Jesus cries. A lot. And somewhere a puppy is left out in the cold. Oh. I know, puppy. right? I love puppies. No, so to make how did I really make up for Jack and Jill? <laughs> Actually, I So Will. <laughs> Man, we were talking about box office mojo, and then I just flipped my lid. Yeah, that was kind of interesting, wasn't it? <laughs> It'll be interesting to go back and listen to that transition. To what? find out what, what, what lit the fuse. What, what happened there? I just don't know. And this is the headline I was expecting, because uh, what I did was I did what every God-fearing American should have done this weekend. Should have been paying attention to the presidential election issues. Should, was it learning about the initiatives and the propositions in your area? Right. Yeah. No, no, my friend. That's not what it was about. What it was about was getting into the movie theaters. And what were we encouraging everyone to see? Wreck it, Ralph. That is right. Because I got to tell you, man, that movie was just something sweet. Oh, man. It It really was. I can't even, I can't even say on how many levels I love this movie. Uh, yeah, exactly. It was, it was just, it was really, it was phenomenal. It's, I think it's the first time that Disney successfully pulled off a, um, a, what is that place called? A Pixar type story. Yep. Mm-hmm. I really think they did. Yeah, this is the complete 180 from Mars Meets Mom. Oh. Mars Meets Mom. Oh, jeez. What the hell was that? Yeah. Yeah, baby. That's right. <laughs> now, best of all, if you live in the Los Angeles area, you could actually play Fix It Felix Jr. What? Yeah, they had an actual arcade version of it. And I gotta say, um, I'm not. We're not gonna spoil anything about it. We're not gonna do that. Or more to the point, we're not gonna wreck it. Right, Trent? No, we're not gonna wreck wreck it, Ralph. No, uh-uh. But what I will say is that just about everybody involved steals the story. They really do. There isn't a single character in this movie that I didn't love. Oh, right, yes, yes. That I didn't enjoy. Right down to even, even America's favorite lesbian, Jane Lynch. Oh, my God, doesn't she just do fantastic? And, and let's be honest, Trent, you know, in, in much in the way you may make a commentary about Keenan, Right. Yes. You may say Keenan just does the same thing over and over. Which is true. And he does it much to your disdain. And it does. Jane Lynch does the same thing over and over, and it's pure gold. And it works. And once again, just like a Pixar story, they took a very simple concept. Oh, yeah. And they made it into something beautiful and amazing. Yeah, and guess what? You can you can see where the film's going, but guess what? It doesn't matter. Well, yeah, I got to tell you, Trent, I, I did a very unwill thing today. What? I made sure that when something came along in the movie, I just sat there and shut the frick up. You you didn't whisper over to your kid and be like, Nope. Hey, this is what's going to happen. No, because let me tell you, there was one point 
it was pretty clear. Well, actually, when you see the movie, it's very clear who the villain is. Okay. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, uh, it was also at one point very clear to me who the villain was, if you will. Right. Yeah. So, but I still, it was just, and I got to tell you, Trent, I got to tell you, I'm just, I'm a little wimp. I'm a little, I'm a little sentimental wreck. Oh my God, dude. That movie, I, the tweet I said earlier says it best, where I said, wreck it, Ralph, wrecked me. And it really did. Cause there were at least three times in that movie. I got choked oh, up. Not only did I get choked up, Trent, I did full on. I rolled a tear. Yeah. I yeah. really did. And and Box Office Mojo says it best. Ralph wrecks it. Strong debut from Ralph. They just and I believe it because one of the secrets that I have for going to the movies, Trent, uh, because I'm a man of a uh, of humble means, Trent. <laughs> and I'm okay. a man who also I uh, look I I love people, but I hate crowds, okay? <laughs> right. They're the bane of my existence. In a full movie theater at a kids movie, you may as well staple my private parts to a to a 2 by 4 That's how happy I'm going to be. Oh my god. So usually what I will do is I will see but the with Sunday... The, but with the finely sanded wood, right? Of course. You don't want, you don't do want the rough stuff. Wood. You know, let's, why, why make the suffering completely yeah. unnecessary? <laughs> okay, that makes sense. 124.8 million. That's pretty good. Yeah, the top... Well, actually, the top 12 was up to a 20%. Okay, here we go. 49... Uh, Wreck-It Ralph easily took first place with an estimated 49.1 million. And that makes perfect sense because, as I said, Trent, I usually like to go to... The matinee on Sunday. Two right. reasons. One, parents don't usually like to get up. Right. Number two, there's this thing called church that apparently happens on Sunday. Yeah, fewer people, man. Exactly. But I have a funny feeling the death of daylight saving time. Oh, right. Either work to my disadvantage or the power of a really good kids movie being in the films right now right. drew the crowds out because... The theater was packed. Really? And it was packed 20 minutes before the movie even started. What? On a Sunday matinee, when people are supposed to be worshipping their god! Well, I think they were worshipping their, their new god. Yes, they were. And, and really, just wow. It was an amazing story. It was told really well. Sarah Silverman's character... Just oh, so so fun. So gosh darn entertaining. You could really tell I have a funny feeling that she had a lot of input into that role. I agree. I actually do agree on and that. And John C. Riley as the voice of Ralph was just yes. I, I don't think it could have been cast any better. Yep. yep. I oh, really I, I don't totally agree. Um and as a matter of fact, even the voice of Sir Kyle Ebert himself, who in the video games, uh, for those of you that don't know, a long time standing has been the voice of Ryu in Street Fighter. Saryuken. Exactly. So he was in this movie. So I even tweeted him, "Congratulations." <laughs> well, and then um, uh, there there is one character in there that has a very Edwin. Oh my god! Okay, so you had the same thought I did, and yeah. that was that uh, the the king in Sugar Rush, Sugarland Rush, Sugar Rush, yeah. Sugar yeah, Rush, king, is candy. king Candy and Sugar Rush. Is voiced by, uh, you may know of him as Wash from Serenity. You may watch him currently on, or as Alpha in the short-lived uh, Dollhouse series on Fox. Yes. Yes. Or you may be watching him currently in Suburgatory. His name is, I believe, Alan Tudyk. Tudyk? Tudyk? Tudyk. Tudyk. I don't know. He's Russian. I don't know. No, I really don't know what he is. But in Russian, the Tudyk gets you, Alan. Anyway. Um... 
he he voices the kid, and the whole time he was just it was really ju- it was a vocal performance like this. He was just at win the whole time. He really was. Oh, I see what you did there. That was clever. <laughs> And it was very Edwinish. And the whole time I'm thinking, I, I'm just honestly thinking, I'm surprised. What, first of all, was this decision inspired by all of the uh, Edwin love on yes. Hollywood Babylon? Absolutely. At which point then, you know, I, I wonder how many people are fans of Hollywood Babylon who were just hoping and praying that Ralph Garman was keeping this one tucked in his shirt and it was him. But you could tell it wasn't. It wasn't the same performance. Yeah, no, it wasn't the same. But, but it was, it was so similar that you, you've, you've got to think like, Ralph watched it and was like, fuck this shit. You know, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I really wouldn't. As a matter of fact, I am I am eagerly awaiting being able to cut together the Hollywood Babylon for this week yeah. to, to listen to it. Because I just want to see if he says anything. I want to hear it so bad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because I want to know if he said anything. Because I'm sure somebody said something to him. Well, and, and it'll be interesting to see if anyone if anyone uh, requests a shout out in King Candy voice. Oh, thank you for that idea. I'll do it for next week. <laughs> Ralph, I was listening to a past episode. I heard your King Candy impression. Could you give King Candy telling me I'm a cocksucker? <laughs> but just uh, seriously, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, this movie is great for, I think anyone that's a child of the 80s or 90s would love this film oh, as well. yes, absolutely. Because there are so many just great callbacks in it. Although, interestingly enough, you... There was very little representation of of Mario. There was, yeah, as as far as like having the character, he's not seen anywhere. Yeah, obviously Nintendo had no interest in licensing anything. Well, no, no, King Koopa was in there. Yeah, but barely. And and then the mushrooms were in there. There there was a, there was a lot of stuff. Yeah, in there, but, but I but think I never I th- really saw Mario. Although I do admit, I think one of the guys that I saw in in Game Central. Because that's one of the things. The reason why they're able to move from game to game is the power strip that all the games are plugged into. They're able to to use those as railways, if you will, and transition from game to game. And and one of the things in there looked like the character Dig Dug to me. Oh, right, right, right. And, well, and that's the other thing. Going back and looking, you're, you're going to see just a ton of, of hidden characters that you, will make you chuckle. Well, And also, I think the animation decisions that they made were really fun and really just like uh, almost a uh, a love letter to the games of old. Because oh, absolutely. all of the – in the Wreck-It Ralph, in the – pardon me, Fix-It Felix Jr. game. Correct. The name of the place the building is built is called Niceland. And all of the all the people that live in the building are called the Nicelanders. <laughs> oh right, yes. You know, fuck Iceland. It's Iceland. Take that. Um, um, but but the way that all of them move is just identical to the way that they move when you're playing the game. They just do little boppy up down, left right up down. You know, all their movements are very skip cell animation style. Even, you know what I mean? Yeah. E- even the the Pac Man ghost just goes back and forth the whole time. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's just a it's a wonderful love letter of a film. So if you if you held off on going because you're like I don't want to deal with the crowds this week, I have a funny feeling there's still going to be crowds next week because word of mouth on this one is going to carry it on for a little while. Oh, absolutely, yeah, most yeah. definitely. And then you actually saw it too, Trent, which just amazes me. What happened there? Um, well, uh, I, uh, ha- had someone ring my doorbell at about 1230 on Saturday. Wait, uh, hold on. Which one? Afternoon. Night? Uh, afternoon. Uh-huh. Okay. So your wake up call. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. All and right. It was, it, it was my brother. He was in, in town with a couple of kids and they were going up to the football game. And, and so I, uh, woke up and showered myself and went to the football game and we were, uh, up, you know, uh, 37 to one or to, to one touchdown. So 
we decided we'd go uh, beat all the the traffic and go see Wreck-It Ralph. So we had an almost empty theater. Oh, perfect. So you said, hey, wait a minute. This game, we got in the bag. Yeah. There is no hope of the other team coming any closer to beating us now than they will. Not even remotely Exactly. So let's go ahead and do the smart thing. Bail now and go see the movie. Yeah. Yep. yep. Because you figure everybody else is at the game. The kids were, uh, you know, six, six and four, and they ate it up. Just, just like candy, right? Oh. Just gobbled it up, oh, well, like Pac-Man attacking those dots. Um, but I think, I think if 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 Mario would have been in there, it would have been too much. It, it kind of would have stolen the show. I think maybe for a second sh- uh, Wreck It Ralph, you could bring Mario in. Now that we've kind of established who Wreck It Ralph is, and and we have an affinity with the character, but if they would have brought him in right out, right in the beginning. I think it would have it would have taken away from what they were trying to do. You know, another interesting thing is that with um with the promotional poster, the actual poster, the one sheet, if you will, for Wreck It Ralph, like one of the characters that's shown right there is Sonic. And then you mm-hmm. watch the movie and the uh <laughs> and, and Sonic is is there as a poster for about eh, ten seconds, a talking poster. Oh, right, right. So that was a bit of a surprise. But yeah, this one is one, it's just multiple viewings, you're going to find more and more in it. And really, it was just, it was a, a wonderful little story. And it got, I, I really did shed a tear because it was just so goddamn packed with emotion, it beat you over the head with it. Well, and, and, and not to mention, well, I mean, and to mention, the, the short before it is what really tore my ass up as far as like getting all emotional goes. Yeah, I got it. And what you're talking about, oh. Paper Man, which Paper was, Man, uh, yes. that's all we're going to say about it. It was, but it was a wonderful little story of boy meets girl. And the only thing that got to me about it was that it was so based in reality up to a certain point, then took a left turn. It was the M. Night Shyamalan of feel good cartoons. It's just, it, I liked it. It was fun. And I really, I really, I really was impressed by it. I mean, in, in all seriousness, Disney, I mean, I think we're starting to really see the, um, the Pixar influence with oh, John Lasseter being the head of animation now. Yep. And I, yep. I really think that, uh, you're, you're definitely seeing either his creative hand or he's bringing more of that collaborative Pixar effort to things well and i think lassiter has his his management style with the 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 talent is it's un it's unmatched he's always kept the suits out of the creative section mm-hmm. which and is I the way it should be absolutely but but there are very few suits who, who will allow that so once you finally have someone at the top that will champion the creative side that's that's when you can really start to see things happen Okay. Um, even, even though there was some, uh, very, very obvious, uh, subway, uh, marketing within the film. Oh, what? Yeah. There, there's some very, very obvious, uh, placed marketing within the film. Oh, I missed it completely. For subway. Yeah. Really? What part? I don't think you're spoiling too much. Uh, there's, there's just a scene where, uh, a girl goes up to play a video game and some kids push her away. And sitting oh. right there in between is a huge Subway cup. Well, God damn it, that's the way it should be. But that's good. That's <laughs> smart integrated advertising. Oh, it is. Yeah, it and is. And fuck network TV needs to learn from it. Holy hell does it ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, Trent, this is the time where we're going to catch up on some stuff. Okay. Um, not in the way you think, though. Just going to scan back over some of the tweets uh, available on Twitter. If you want to tweet during the show, you can. Hashtag NetHeads inside of Twitter. We'll be sure to see it at some point. Uh, Tom K. wants to point out, 2012 Fortune 500 ranks Disney at 66 and Apple at 17. 
So Disney at 66 for 4.8 million in profits and Apple at 17 or 25.9 million in profits. So guess who's right? Trent. Apple. No, me. I'm right. I picked Apple. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, yeah, it's not me that was right, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Apple. Guess guess who's right? Apple. No, I'm right, but I'm right with choosing Apple. <laughs> but Francis even tried to say, you took him to Wreck-It Ralph. I did, but wasn't it? I was uh, setting up a Think Geek ad. Uh, the one thing I didn't like about Wreck-It Ralph is the marketing. Why is Sonic at the center of one of the posters? He's barely in it. Hey, wow. <laughs> I think that Adam Wells and I suddenly mind merged. Yeah, you guys just met on the astral plane. Uh, the comic code was in effect when Watchmen hit, but was weakened by the Spider-Man drug issues, which was Harry Osborn. As you know, he had drug problems. Yes. Uh, which uh, led to him actually taking over the mantle of the Green Goblin. So, yeah, so there you go. So it was in effect, but obviously not applied on Watchmen. Uh, Calvin wants to know, have you guys seen the trailer for Food Fight? I have... But I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Okay. And a Venator 2000 wants to rub it into our face for everyone that's been listening live and not paying attention to network television. Well, The Walking Dead was sure was a multiple holy shit episode. Nice. That, I gotta that got to say, stoked. They've got, they've, they're doing it right this season. I think uh, you said it best, Trent. I think the first half of last season was still the Frank Darabont type uh, era, if you will. Oh, it totally was. And so the creative types had to keep carrying that on, uh, you know, because obviously once you start down a journey, you gotta you got to keep it going to a certain point. And then you got to find your way to rebound and recover, which I think the series definitely did in the later half of the season. Oh, yeah. The last half of the season was it was popping. It was flowing. It was interesting. It was fun. Yeah. And they're they're doing it once again with the uh, with the Walking Dead this season. You know, they've they've set up some very interesting stuff. It's been very fast paced and it's been moving great. It only makes I still say, though, one of the things I was afraid of when we heard that they were going to be entering into the governor's storyline, I was just afraid about how they were going to handle this. Right. Uh, because, you know, there's a lot uh, going on here. But it, but even the way the series started, I don't know if we talked. Do we talk about this at all? Uh, we, I don't think we've talked at all about The Walking Dead. Yeah. When they came back, I thought it was a very interesting, bizarre and and very powerful choice. The the whole opening scene of the first episode of the season, no talking, not a single right. word spoken. Yeah. But that just kind of it, it, it showed what they, you know, the only thing I got to say is it's about goddamn time they thought of putting silencers on the guns. You know, who suddenly, how did that dawn on you all, all of a sudden, guys? Well, and maybe it was a matter of just finding the silencers. No, I think that, I think when it comes to silencers, that's something you have to make. And so it was kind of like, hey, you know what? <laughs> if sound attracts these guys, maybe we should do this instead. Right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so, and I've been really enjoying where the show is going. I really have. Carval says, fuck Walking Dead already. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. I'm with you. Well, I think instead... Oh, wait, hold on. There's something I didn't do before the show, Trent. Give me just a moment, will you? See, here's the problem is what we would normally go to to fill in for right now right. Uh, is what I'm trying to pull up. So I can't... I can't go to you and I can't like, hey, Trent, why don't you go ahead and fill in? Because you can't fill we in. Because we don't even know what's going on. The, the thing that you would fill in with, you can't, you can't do. You can't That's do fine, it. though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, not even, I'm not even upset. No? I would no? be if I were you. Eh. You know, dude, life's too short to get upset about stuff like Apple and other things. Why do you, why? Why do you do this to me? <laughs> why would, why do you want to, don't poke the sleeping bear. Just don't do Papa, it. Papa bear's sleeping. Leave him alone. Don't do that, Trent. <laughs> Leave Papa bear alone. Oh my gosh. I think I may have had an embolism back then, for Christ's sake. Why dude, would you I, do that? 
I'm a little worried, man. Yeah? Are you looking for some kind of, like, uh, retribution from Apple as far as, like, psychosis is involved? I don't know. What? Nothing. Okay. Oh, wait. No, somebody. Oh, son of a gun. It wasn't even what I thought. I thought it was Trent's Corner. <laughs> well, there was a new Trent's Corner that was mailed in this there week. Is, where is that one? Yeah, I think it's in the email. Well, and for anyone else that might want to send us anything, heck, it could be just, uh, hey, we think you guys rock, or hey, you know what, Trent, mix a salad in once in a while. Send us an email at uh, netheadsonair at gmail.com, and uh, usually Will can uh, pull it up and uh, go from there. Yeah, much like Laura Bradley, who said, I'm pretty sure I'm now treading on a very thin line between hired and fired at my job after laughing so hard listening to the last episode of NetHeads. When Will you know said, what? slap you with my dick, I completely lost it. <laughs> I really don't need a reminder, but thanks for reminding me again why you're my favorite podcast on Sir. Sorry, Kevin. Oh, oh. she doesn't mean that. Oh, yeah. yeah She's she just doesn't. trying to make us feel good. Yeah, because, I mean, let's be honest. He's never going to hear that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Dale Who on Air says, thanks for explaining self-deprecating humor. Not sure why or how it works, but you are both so good at it. <laughs> Love you guys. Y'all really brighten our days. That's Dale, who's also uh, known on the Twitter as Mad Zub. Yeah, Mad Zub. Okay, well, how did uh, our good friend, uh, whoever it was, was it Brad Raven or was it, it was, Andrew yes, O'Neill? No, I think it was Brad Raven. Uh, at least he tweeted it. That oh, he had made a new one. oh, oh. <laughs> was that? Do we just get Will's O face? Oh, well, see, the thing is, do we dare play this right here? Hold on a second. He also sent us one for set heads, which we already did. Whoops. Oh, yeah. Well, we haven't gone all the way into set heads. I mean, there's, there's no other. We're pretty much done. I'm done talking about TV. <laughs> TV can go screw itself. Yeah. Let's just, let's talk about Apple again. No. <laughs> I don't have it in me, man. I'm exhausted. <laughs> you need a smoke. I, after that, man, I worked up a sweat. I mean, seriously. I hope you're wearing your Nike Fuel Band just to see what that did to you. Oh, you know, Nike Fuel Band won't tell you that. That's movement-based. But I am wearing oh. the Body Bug as well, The uh, which you may have heard. It's 24-hour fitness. My Body Bug. Yeah, I use that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it reads my body temperature. It reads the amount I perspire. Does it's, it really? Uh, it also measures the bio, me uh, bio something impedance, bioelectrical impedance, which is uh, the amount of electricity my body can conduct, which apparently is measured for fat. So if and I it's have, a standard pedometer. So if I have more fat in me, I can conduct more electricity? I don't know. It might be more. It might be more or less. I just don't know. Because if that was the case, then I would hope that Electro in the new Spider-Man movie will be extremely fat then. <laughs> that would be – that'd be it. No, it must be the other way around because you okay. notice Electro is always really skinny. Uh, yeah, which, which rumor has it – uh, Jamie Foxx is in the talks for, to play said character. Oh, great. Why don't you just slap me in the face now with your penis, Trent? Because I'm not happy with that at all. Because it's a pointer, not a hanger. Oh, that's just sad. I'm looking. <laughs> I don't see it. You know, whoever it was, it, send me the link if you got it, dude, because I ain't got it here. But it. what was the... Uh, you want to hear the set heads jingle while we're at means. it? Because now we're just filling for 10 minutes. Screw it. We're not even doing a show anymore. Apparently, it's just two guys talking on the air. Spider Harrison with you. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Sorry. Your name's Spider? <laughs> Who does that? Why? Why did your mother hate you? Exactly. Hold on. I shouldn't be connecting to anything. I'm going to make sure there's nothing programmed here. Okay, good. I don't want to upgrade my Winamp. Just let me play the goddamn file and shut up already. Hold on. <laughs> Hopefully this isn't going to be something that's a kick in the llama's ass. Yeah. <laughs> Winamp. Hold on, here you go. 
Or not. Never mind. Fuck it. We're not playing any music okay, anywhere well, today. Okay, anticlimactic. Thank you, Winam, for Fly sucking back. a llama's fat sack. Oh, shit. Because I don't know any other way to say that. I'm sorry. Lately, I've just been really vulgar, and I apologize. Yeah, Will. Here's the thing. Like, yeah. one day, your daughter's going to find this on the internet. You know, my daughter's heard it all, my friend. <laughs> Where do you think I learned all these bad words from? Wait, what? I don't know what I'm saying. The public school system's doing what? Yeah, exactly. Well, you should know you're in education. <laughs> yeah, I tr- trust me. I know. You know what you're, you know what they're talking about. <laughs> let's, let's try and play this another way. Anytime now. Fucking computers, man. I swear to God. Now, what, 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 huh? what kind of computer are you playing it off of, Will? I'm trying to, I, let's not discuss that right now, okay? <laughs> Why don't you just not worry about that, Trent? <laughs> it's actually, it's what's called a net top, okay? So it's oh. like a lightweight client. It's like a thin client, if you will. Okay, okay. It's just got a little Centrino processor, I think. You know, it's just a little, it's like a mobility thing that they tried to put into like a little desktop. So you can hook a <laughs> keyboard and monitor up, and it's just so quick and easy. <laughs> Let's try playing it through a real player here. Maybe this is the kind of thing where the one program is taking hold of the audio thing so it won't let go of it and nothing else will play. It's got it's holding it by the short hair, so to speak. Yeah, either that or the file I have is just static. I don't know. Screw it. I don't care. <laughs> oh well, we'll listen to that next week. <laughs> Sorry, folks. So anyway, in the meantime, let's check out it's it's that special time on the show again, everybody. Spotty Harrison coming at ya. It's that time where we find out what is in Trent's corner. Ew, what's that? <laughs> I don't want to do this, but I'm going to anyway. What is in Trent's corner? <laughs> yes. It cracks me up every time. This week, what is in Trent's corner? Well, we've got a couple of things going on in Trent's corner this Woo-hoo! week. Too bad we're out of time. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Spider Harrison coming at you. Oh, no. Go ahead, Trent. I'm sorry. Uh, Literally, in my corner this week is Jordan Todd Brown. <laughs> Tied up, ball and gag. Uh, uh, you know, through through financial necessity, I have found it, uh, you know, a good idea to bring a roommate into my home again. And uh, Jordan has uh, now moved in to what used to be my masturbation station. Okay. First of all, TMI. Which is, which is a bullshit little hipster code for too much information, meaning okay. I don't need to hear about where you jerk off. Spider Harrison coming at you. <laughs> Second of all, uh, did he use bleach or any other sanitizing product before he moved in? Yeah, no, I, I cleaned the carpets really well. I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 did you bring in that high grade? <laughs> The black light. Like, oh my god, how'd that get up there? Yeah, it's it's. I just repainted over everything. It was safer that way. Um, with a with a thick latex paint. Oh well, that's good. At least that way it'll protect him from pregnancy. <laughs> oh shit! Get little Jordan pregnant. Oh, it could happen. Uh, yeah. So 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 there's that. Uh, and then the other thing. Uh, for okay, no, wait, uh, wait, hold on, wait a minute, hold on. So. Not that I want to break this up at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, by all means. But does that mean the place where your home studio was has now, you know, your, your, your beat fact, your beat laboratory? I yeah, my beat laboratory. Wow, that really, that, that really puts a whole new spin on things. <laughs> my office beat factory. Yeah. What were you, what were the beats? You don't want to know. You, two and three, two and three. 
<laughs> My wife says I'm really irritating her with that Spider Harrison crap. I know it's <laughs> it's one of those jabs you just get stuck on. Anyway, um, so uh, d- was your home studio the um the MS? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. so you have had to move the computer equipment, and everything else, out of the that area. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, Indeed. And uh, so where where's all the equipment now? Yeah, it's it's all in my bedroom now. Oh, great! That makes me yep. feel even better. <laughs> now, why is okay? So here's another question. Then why is Jordan T. Brown in the corner of your bedroom, and he's just staring at you the whole time? Well, it's 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 an initiation for the first little bit. I, I try to I, I try to pop in on in on him, uh, watch him when he's asleep. Uh, I took the the door off of the bathroom. Just a lot of different things that he's going to have to deal with, and then earn earn those rights back. You know what this reminds me of? My wife, uh, she likes to catch this show. It's called uh, I think Right This Minute, and it's it's basically a viral video show. So they talk about all the things that are really hot and and funny on the internet. One of the things that they show is, or one of the clips that they showed was this long series of pranks that this guy does on his friend and roommate with an air horn. Have you seen these? <laughs> no. So it used to be just him videotaping himself, like, sneaking up on his roommate and firing off an air horn. Right. But then he's taken it a step further, and he's, like, set air horn traps. So that way he's not even there. So he's just there recording, and, like, one of them is he puts it behind a door on the wall. So that way when the door opens and hits the wall, you know, boom. (laughs) Another one of the ones he did was... He he put it in the track because it had a top trigger. He put it in the track of the sliding glass door. So his friend's outside barbecuing. Oh, and then shit. he comes to bring everything in. You know. And then best of all, the one he did, he put them in several places in his car. So when he went to le- move his seat back into proper position, it went off. Like putting the emergency brake down, it goes off. Is this the kind of stuff that poor Jordan T. Brown is in for? Well, uh, it will be now. Yes. <laughs> now that you mention it, will thank it you will for that be. idea. <laughs> so, what else is in Trent's corner, Trent? Uh, and then, along with that, and I will post this on the Facebook page. Um, I dressed up as Jeffrey Albertson for Halloween. What now? For those who don't know who Jeffrey Albertson is, that's the the Christian name of comic book guy. Oh, okay, very good, very good. Yeah, we discussed this on the show, I believe. It it went really well. Uh, a lot of people got it. Some people didn't, which meant they they uh, didn't think I dressed up. You know that really says a lot about you. If they couldn't even tell, so they uh, I had I had one very attractive woman come up to me and say, uh, did, "Did what? Did you dress up for?" for oh, the, ouch! And I and and I just all I could say was, "No, I didn't." And that was it. I just you know you just let it go. I let the bottom half of my stomach that was exposed. In the extremely small T-shirt, answer for me. Okay, let me um, let me let me run this back for you. Okay. Yes. And I wanted you to tell me if you played this out the way you should have. So, a very attractive woman voluntarily comes up to speak to you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. At which point she says, "So, did you dress up?" And this attractive woman. Mm-hmm. Who came up to talk to you of her own volition? Well, unless it could have been a bet, we don't know. Okay, I'm just saying though. Once again, that speaks tons about your confidence level, sir. <laughs> but again, um, attractive woman comes up to speak to you, and she asks you if you dressed up. And your core decision was to go with what answer? <clears throat> no, I didn't. Okay. 
Now, let's run this back, okay, <laughs> and imagine that sometime in the future, it may have been a small possibility that this attractive woman may have had some interest at any time in time, any time in touching your penis. <laughs> yeah, you know, how I, do you I, think I, maybe I... you should have answered? Now, at that point, okay, let's imagine this may have been a possibility, Trent. Okay. Knowing okay. that the woman walks up and asks if you're wearing a costume, and your answer is. No, I didn't. Fuck, you're just not getting it, man. <laughs> 200 quatloos on the newcomer. Anyway. Come on, dude. Seriously? And you wonder why you're alone. You know, I, I, I'm not alone now. I've got Jordan. That, that, that's not the same, Trent. <laughs> that's not the same at all. It's, it's, let me tell you something, okay? It's a misnomer, Trent. It's not all the same in the dark, okay? <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you that now. There are some things, yes, I'm sorry it's crude. There are some things that shouldn't be spoken, but that's one of them, Trent. Okay? You're a heterosexual male. You, you enjoy the company of a woman. You, yeah. you, you, you may not, you may not lay down with a woman, but you do enjoy the company of a woman. Well, I would, I would lie, I would lie with a woman. It is, it's been many of moons since I it's, have lied with a woman. It's, it's, it's been many a season. There you are. And, 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 and this one may have, may have wanted to lie with you. You don't know. I, I don't know, but I, I don't, I don't think so. Cause she kind of had like a really disgusted look on her face, you know? Oh, okay. Kind of like, by the way. Like, like, is that lint coming out of your belly button that's exposed right now? Which, of course, look? it was. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure. sure it was. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't know. I can't see down there. Yeah, it's shit. I, I can't see my dick, let alone get inside of my belly button. Oh, this show took an ugly turn. Now, Trent, <laughs> is that all that's in your corner? Yep, that's it. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> it's that time where we find out what is in Trent's corner. Ew, what's that? <laughs> I don't want to do this, but I'm but going, going to, to anyway. anyway. What is in Trent's corner? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love is how much you are amused by those. That's the thing that I... That's, crack me up, That's dude. the part that I enjoy the most. Now, Trent, I think one of the things that we have to address... Okay. The elephant in the room. Uh -oh. Actually, hold on. Let me try mapping that sound file to a key here. Hold on a second. Okay, I'm going to try okay. this real quick because once again we're going to we're going to talk a little television before we uh, wrap this bad well, boy up. We kind of have to, Will. I I, I think uh, yes, we we are. We well, are I don't have to do anything, man. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's see if this does anything. Okay. You ready? Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to work. The sound file is empty. Something happened on the download. It screwed up. Uh oh. Because it's it's there's there's nothing there. Set heads did not render correctly. Maybe I don't know. We don't know. I don't know. And it's looping, too. <laughs> nothing is looping. It's an infinite loop of nothing, also known as netheads. <laughs> that's, that, that'll be in the show description, just an infinite loop of nothing. There we are. That's, that's the title, my friend. There we go. An infinite loop of nothing. <sighs> anyway. It goes without saying, I think, that uh, last night, Saturday Night Live, freely and totally redeemed itself. Oh, my sweet Lord. I have said time and time again that I think lately the cast has been maybe, quite possibly, in the writing department, letting itself be dictated by the host. Agreed. Of yep, the week. I agree. And in some cases, it's it's made for some entertainment. Seth MacFarlane's episode, 
great. Oh, yeah. Everyone since then, crap. Meh. Crap. I mean, maybe the openings, or there was a little bit from when that uh, that guy, that singer guy, who who's not Justin Timberlake, but still was pretty good. Bruno Mars? Yeah, Bruno Mars. That one had some good moments in it. Right. Much much like when my dog eats a $5 bill, there was something good in the crap. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. But last night's episode, there wasn't a single skit I didn't enjoy. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that was due to, well, except maybe the cold opener. Because, first of all, there's not much that's funny about natural disaster. Um, but you know, I, I will admit that if you've been, if you've been seeing any of the, uh, of the, uh, coverage from New York, the, the lady doing the, the sign language has been really. Oh, that one. Yes. Yeah. So that, that she has That's been making great. some really funny faces. Yeah. Well, the, the Chris Christie part was really funny. Oh, when the, uh, when the, when the, um, when that one guy, when the fat guy was funny is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, Will. God, why can't I remember his name? <laughs> What's that guy's name? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. It's Drunk Uncle. Yeah, exactly. That guy. Sorry, I was just tightening my <laughs> microphone. Yes, that's a euphemism. Take it as it is. <laughs> take, my, take my tightened microphone, Trent. Since you're willing to take Jordan T. Brown. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll, I'll, I'll take it all, man. Um. But last night's host was no none other than Louis C.K. Oh. Now he did the smart thing, and I it this just talks about the difference in talent, okay? Because okay. when Dane Cook hosted Saturday Night Live, rather than doing a monologue, he did a comedy set. Yes, and it fell flat like a piece of paper, Trent. It did. Yes, it, meaning in the fact that once it was let go, it seemed to take forever, and when it finally landed, it was just flat. Ugh, yeah. Yeah, because I'm all about the euphemisms, Trent. No, you are, whether they be sexual or non. No, exactly, my friend. You know, sometimes you got to slap a weasel to get some results from the pig. That's all I'm saying. Right. Yeah, that'll make you think. No idea what that means. Louis C.K., however, on the other hand, he opened up. Oh, my God. Doing a comedy set. And I was laying in bed last night going to sleep. And I was laughing hysterically as I was nodding off to sleep because yep. his set was just hilarious. It was so good. I watched it twice, the the entire show twice last night. Now, one of the tweets I sent out, which I'm sure after I listen to Hollywood Babylon, I'm amend, momend or amend, one amend. or the other. I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna smack it with a defibrillator. Okay. I don't know. Um, one of the things I sent was that Louis C.K. crushed it so hard on SNL last night that he warped the space time continuum and sent us all back an hour. Right. And that's the case. He really did a great job. He was wonderful in just about every one of his skits. As a matter of fact, the stupid one where he's up on the uh, hill uh, blowing the goat horn or whatever it was. Boy, that <laughs> sounds wrong. <laughs> right. Even that one was great because that was the only skit where he came really close to breaking. Because, first of all, the timing of the horn. It's almost like the sound effects guy was screwing with him and making oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like it was an internal joke almost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he wouldn't, he wouldn't stop playing the sound until Louis did definitely put the horn down and then give it a few more. Um, he killed it even in that skit. Even so much when you go back, if you do rewatch this one, you'll notice he can't read what's on the cue card. He even says the, the something or other, you know, Eve of something. <laughs> yes. And it was still funny as hell. <laughs> but best of all was the drunk skit that wrapped up the show. 
when oh, you're like, there's not yes. enough time. They can't possibly put something else in. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. And that drunk skit was almost as good as the girl at the party you wish you didn't get in a conversation with from Weekend Update. <laughs> yes. They they nailed on some some very uh, uh, realistic comedy this uh, this weekend, which I don't think they've oh, hit man. on in a long time. No, they haven't. Hey, hold on. P- pick a hand, Trent. Uh, right. See? You're both wrong. <laughs> I was in hysterics. I just, I may have, I may have peed a little, I gotta admit. Well, and, and for, 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 you know, fanatics, like I consider myself to be about, uh, Louis C.K.'s work. Okay. The, the. Bobby, Bobby Moynihan, a- by the way. Francis Rodriguez telling us yes. Bobby Moynihan. Yeah. The, the Abraham Lincoln skit. Oh, yeah. Was, for me, <laughs> that was the pinnacle of the entire episode, like, like I, I could rewatch that over and over, and you can tell that they let Louis write that skit. Yeah, yeah, that was his skit. Yeah, completely. Oh, <laughs> my God. wife is carry crazy. I mean, like historically crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you read about because she yeah. wants to see. That's why it it's was, funny. Fuck. And then he's standing up there. Let me tell you something. There's one thing I know. Somebody's gonna murder me. Yeah. And then the best of all, like when they're wrapping up the skit, and he's sitting next to it because it starts off with a really awkward conversation with a black guy. It's like, right. so how's it, how's it, how's it been, you know, since you've been emancipated? Oh, I'm sorry. And he stands up. Let me thank you for emancipation because now I spend 12 hours shoveling horse crap. <laughs> anyway, so at the very end, you know, it's another black guy he's sitting next to and he's just like, nobody shot you yet. <laughs> Yeah, it's, oh. it is. It, it's very Louis-esque. Like, those those are definitely uh, uh, situations that Louis himself would find himself in. Do you have the tickets? Look, it, it doesn't matter. I'm the president. <laughs> I can get in. I'm the president. Well, are you sure? I mean, is that a courtesy? Yeah, it stops with the president, okay? It's like you have to be president or above, and they'll let you in. I just don't want to <laughs> get there and need the tickets. Oh man, he yeah, he destroyed. It was awesome. Yeah, he really did. Well, that was nice. Somebody did my work for me. Thank you, Mr. Declan Quinn. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's my that's my cohort in, in, in smodcast editing, if you will. He just let me know that he went ahead and mastered HBO. So now I just get the joy of listening to it. Oh nice. I agree. But you know what, Trent? What will? Is that time for us to say goodbye? Sunday night's come and gone, and according to my body clock, it's 8.36, no matter what the clock say. By the way, I slept epically last night. There is no other way to put it. I think I may have entered into the Odin sleep, my friend. (laughs) Did you you sleep until, like, 9 o'clock then? I slept until 8.30, and it felt like (laughs) heaven. God, 8.30. Well, because I was asleep by 11 o'clock, and there's that whole extra hour, so I slept, like, 10 and a half hours. Wait, That's Bush League. Ninth. Oh, sorry. I don't mean to be a <laughs> don't mean to be a total piker, but you know, some of us have a life, Trent. I've got one gate hanging. What do you have? Uh, you have Jordan, a Jordan, Jordan in a corner. I got a Jordan. Oh, maybe that's the show title. Jordan in a corner. <laughs> Jordan in a corner. Jordan closet. Jordan on supper time. Sorry, I don't know what's going on. I was actually going to take that in a very dirty direction. But yeah, you were. I could see it going there. I liked it. I wasn't going to stop you. <laughs> but I'm glad you did. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it's about that time. I think we got to go. We definitely got to go. Because, you know, it's 738, which means I've still got a couple minutes to 
finish up the second gate and actually have a completed section of this damn fence. As the saga continues. It does, my friend. It goes on and on and on and on. So, too, are the days of our lives. Yeah. So, uh, if you want to follow Trent on Twitter, how can they do that, Trent? It's at a part of him. And I am at NetheadWW. What's the, what's the show's one, Trent? That one that never, ever tweets. At NetHeads on air. And uh, they, they can also find us otherwhere, otherwhere places on the social media. Where's that? Well, head on over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash netheadsonair. And don't forget, during the week, you got any random thoughts, ideas, jingles? You want to know why we didn't talk about the weight loss challenge this week? Whatever. By the way, it's still going on. I'm still losing. Yeah, and I, don't I, forget I, to send us an email, too, and uh, we'll uh, feature my reactions. Yeah, there we go. And that's at uh, netheadsonair at gmail.com. You can even send us voicemails, by the way, during the week by calling 925-238-9020 or maybe... If you're so inclined, 866-610-9455, or I don't know, I'm sure even Skype gives you the ability to send a message to NetHeads on air. It's true. Uh, until next week, however, Trent. By the way, uh, did we even talk about my costume at all? <laughs> Your costume? Costume. What the oh. hell is wrong with you? No, we didn't. We didn't even bring it up. Yeah, I was the Dr. Horrible at the end of the episode when he was in the red outfit. Right. Which, by the way, two people actually identified. Nice. Like one of them, is that, is that Dr. Horrible? Yeah. Nice. That's the exact response I got. That was nice. Cause it was literally <laughs> him saying nice. Yeah. But anyway, until next week, my name is Will. My name's Trent. No, wait a minute. I want to be Trent this time. Okay. 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 My name's Will. My name's Trent. <laughs> and you've been listening to another episode of NetHeads on Smodco Internet Radio at smodcast.com. Net, net heads. Net heads. File transfer. Net heads with Will Wilkins. And this has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.